Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Nightcap. I'm your host, Candice, and I am thrilled for our 13th episode. This is every episode I feel like is an accomplishment just for me personally, because this is such a uh, passion project that I've been wanting to do. So I'm excited for this one. It's going to be a really fun one. Um, but before we jump into it, I wanted to make just a quick kind of PSA. I took the last week's off, last two weeks off without even saying anything. So I apologize for all of my friends that are tuning in every week. It was just something I needed to do. I ended up going on a work trip um, a little over a week and a half ago uh, and then wasn't able to watch everything that I wanted to. And then last this last week with the 4th of July holiday, catching up on TV and there really wasn't that much content. I wanted to talk about Real Housewives Orange County and Atlanta. And truthfully, I am a bit of a perfectionist. So for me to put out an episode without feeling like it's going to be a great episode and that I have a lot to say just didn't feel that good. Like I just didn't want to do it. I want you guys to be excited and enjoy what we're talking about. And I also want to, I feel like that's going to come through and you guys are going to pick up on that. So I took the last two weeks off. So thank you guys for just understanding and, and being patient. And this week I was savoring and excited for, because the gal that we're going to have on today is somebody that I've been wanting to have on since the very beginning. She's one of my best friends and I was catching up with her a couple days ago, and we both just so happened to realize that we started watching the Kardashians almost at the exact same time, it sounds like, but unbeknownst to us. And so when we were catching up, came up in conversation, and I was like, holy crap, I have to have you on. We have to talk about this. So welcome to the pod, Alex Bauer. Woohoo! Hi. Oh Yay. my gosh, I am so excited to be here. So excited I'm, to have you. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, was that just a few days ago that we were catching I up? No, I'm like, I think that was on Monday, the day before the fourth, right? Okay. Yeah. You like randomly FaceTimed me and I was like, oh my God, I'm a loser. I'm like sitting on my couch. <laughs> I was a drunk loser sitting on my couch. So <laughs> I, I was hungover. The day before we were on a boat for like eight hours drinking all day in the sun and Matt and I just looked at each other and we're like, we're not doing anything today, right? And we're like, absolutely not. We're not doing anything today. Yeah. This so is the out. first, this was the first fourth of July that I didn't have any plans. It wasn't going yeah, anywhere. Nothing. It was amazing. Them, and Alina's right. We did. And that was the day that I called you. Yes. Been, that was the one day where we actually went out and did something. The rest of the time we were just working on the house and trying to get our lives together because we've been nonstop traveling for the past few months. And so it was nice just to have some downtime and drink and bask in the sun. And yeah, yeah, that was it. I, I can get down with that. Um, before we jump into it all, because I do want to hear, I feel like we caught up a little bit on Monday. So I, I want to hear more about how the house is going and everything. And um, But let's intro the people on like, who we are, how we know each other, which is one of our favorite stories, I feel like, to tell. So we don't have oh. to go into the weeds of it too much, but we can keep it pretty high level. Like, do we want to keep it PG? Do we want to keep it maybe, PG? -13? Maybe PG just for this part, just just out of respect for, for those that were there that day. But um, 
Yeah. Do you want to tell the story of how we know each other? And when was that? How long have we known each other? Like 2014, 15? It, it could have been like 2009. I have no idea. I don't know. But, yeah. But I felt like we knew each other for forever when we met. Right. Um, yeah. It was Valentine's Day. Valentine's Whatever. Day. Sunday. Sunday fun day. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a was it? It was a Saturday or Sunday. Anyway, we were out and about in yeah. our Pete. favorite, <laughs> our favorite place, Pacific Beach, San Diego, California. Um, that's sarcasm. And it was honestly, we went back to Nick's house and we were hanging out after going to the bars. And that was back when him and Joey had a one, mm -hmm. two bedroom, one bathroom. Mm -hmm. And someone was just taking way too long in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And what else is a gal, two gals that don't know each other to do than to um, find somewhere else to go? Yeah. When you got to go and you've been drinking all morning and having a little day drinking sesh, you know, you got to go. And when there's no bathroom, we looked at one another and said, do you want to go, go hide <laughs> the alley? Our finest moment. And <laughs> sorry, and mom, if you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. For those listening, for those listening, in our defense, we were in our early twenties. Yeah, you're a couple years twenties. I I was definitely mid to late twenties. Like I probably knew better, but that's okay. I was probably like 24, 25. So yeah, mid twenties. Yeah, that must have made. We were we were young. Yeah, we were young. Yeah, it was great. And then I remember you were like, I'm going to put my name in your phone and I'm going to put all the emojis that I want in it. And I was like, who is this girl? Like, she's just going to enter in her stuff into my phone. And like, and you added like a bunch of emojis. And I was like, okay. And you're like, here, do the same. I'm like, all right, salsa dancer. Like, what am I going to put? I just met this girl. Like, she doesn't know anything about me. <laughs> To this day, I still have your name in my phone with salsa dancer emoji, champagne bottle emoji, um, brunette going like this, um, like the hands, <laughs> raise the roof emoji, and another emoji, a poop emoji. So Oh, a poop emoji. Classic. I'm not surprised that I did that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. So. Yours, I think, is like, oh my God, hold on. Let me look it up. It'll literally be right here. It's a heart, a champagne, a party, and wait, I never noticed. I think it's a man, a blonde man going like this. No, I think it's a I think it's supposed it's, to be Nick. But he would be redhead, right? Or is that no, that is a man. I think it's a girl because oh, the is brunette, it a girl? The brunette emoji it's short hair. I know the brunette emoji that's next to your name has short hair too. Oh, maybe it is you. Oh, it is a girl. Okay, it's a girl. For a second, I thought it had a mustache, but it's not. It's just my eyes are terrible. Yours looks like Chris oh Jenner. That kills me. Um, yeah, so that was, oh gosh, what, like? That was so long ago. And or eight years ago? I have no idea. I can't keep track of time anymore. Me either. We looked at each other and we said, did we just become best friends? Yeah, we did. And we said, yep. Yeah. And we never looked back. And and because at that point, Nick had become one of my best like guy friends at work. 
and and we had known each other from like we had run in the same circles from going to Chico State, but had no idea who each other were. Then we became great friends working together. And then basically I was like, Nick, who Alex is like my best friend. And then he was just along for the ride at that point. So Yeah. And now he's married to the both of us. Exactly. <laughs> Except now I don't live there anymore. So I don't come over and crash on your couch and make him pause the movies that we're watching like every two seconds because we go off on a tangent talking. So you're welcome, Nick, he, but I'm not there anymore. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's extremely, extremely sad. He's actually not here. So yeah, I was going to say like, it seems very quiet there right now. Um, <laughs> very quiet. It's nice. Yeah. Okay. And I'm looking at your house. It looks stunningly beautiful, gorgeous. I love it. Tell me how's the move been going and maybe fill people in. So you, you guys were in PB. So just go, go from there and like how that whole transition has been. Yes. So long story long, cause I don't know how to tell a short story. Thank you, Richard Neal, my dad. Um, <laughs> Way back before COVID, we were thinking about buying a house, but we were getting married March 21st of 2020. The so first weekend of COVID. Yes. The first weekend, everything shut down, had to cancel our wedding five days before. At that point, it was just absolute chaos. We decided, you know what? We're not going to buy a house right now because we're dealing with too much shit. So we pushed it. By the time we were starting to really look at the market and say we have to start looking it was just too late and everybody was paying cash full cash offers prices were up interest was rising um actually at that point interest was super down but too expensive for you know mm -hmm. a 1200 square foot house we were like yeah, absolutely not so we ended up at the beginning of this year 2023 deciding all right, we're in a place where we should start looking again, although interest is still high, as one does. So we started looking. We looked at about 10 houses, and then we were in Aspen, and this house popped up on Zillow, and I said, mm -hmm. we have to look at it. It's in an area in um, a little more east than I thought we would be mm -hmm. in San Diego, but everything looked immaculate. It was revamped flipped and we put an offer that day there were already mm -hmm. two other offers on the house within like i don't know maybe 15 hours they were like great the house is yours what you know what the other offers were like or what beat how your guys has beat that offer out we uh our we offer... have money i'm just curious like how no, why I was know. it more attractive yeah um i think because of our our escrow Mm -hmm. um short escrow i think it was like a 29 day escrow or oh, something okay. maybe less and um we offered over asking our offer was over asking the rest were either under or at asking smart our our Not real estate around. agent no our real estate agent our lender uh absolutely amazing and they walked us through everything made sure that we were you know, the best offer mm -hmm. and we got it. And then we're the next day we're looking at each other. Like what the fuck did we just do? <laughs> <laughs> Cause you guys were like, like North PB stands. Like you guys had been there for so long, as long as I can remember. 
And so I was like, I don't know if they're ever, like, it didn't seem real that you guys were ever going to leave the bubble. Yeah. Or if I'm talking to anybody else that I don't really know, I say, you know, bird rock, but. <laughs> I mean, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, I. Bird rock. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> Bring me bougie. That's not bird rock. <laughs> She's a fake. Um, Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. You guys no. are Bird Rock Energy, La Jolla Energy with an address that just so happens to still be in the PB zip code. The 92109. <laughs> no, now we are, we walked up to, we have this park. We're over near Admiral Baker Golf Course. So mm-hmm. for San Diegans listening, they'll know what that is over mm-hmm. by San Diego State Stadium. Um and we walked up to the park and they were doing like a concert blues oh, concert cool. in the park. And there were so many people there. So it actually feels like a community here. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. And in PB slash Burdock. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when we lived back there, it was a bunch of college kids and yeah. families and beach house owners. It was just kind of like a mix of everything. Beach, but yeah, this actually feels never like, left. Yeah. Right. This feels like a community, which is really nice. Awesome. I love that. It's important. I think that's one of the things I've learned too, like, and like adulting and getting a house is like, you want to feel like you can knock on your neighbor's door. Like when we went on our honeymoon, we were so nervous about like, like our HOA is wild here, which I think all HOAs are crazy, but they like are sticklers about leaving your trash cans out. Like even if you pull them up to your garage, like that's not good enough. They have to be in like hidden. And so we're like, it just feels good to know that like our neighbors next door, like she has a key, like she knows our code, like she can come in and like help us with stuff when we're not here. That's Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, Nick has met, this is so bad. Nick has met a majority of our neighbors around Uh us. I have not met a single Alex, one. Alex, I only know one. Like, and Matt knows all of them. <laughs> Same. And yesterday, yesterday when we were on our way up to the park, the people that live next yeah. door to us, super nice older couple, they noticed Nick and they were like, hi. And I said, hi. And then we just kept walking. Uh-huh. And I said, who you know? are they? Yeah. And Nick said, oh my gosh, those are our neighbors. Have you not met them? No. When would I have met them? literally Matt gives me so much shit. He's like, if you ever came outside and I'm like, it's so hot out there. It's either cold or it's hot. And I'm not just hanging out out there. Also, like I'm the only one that I walk Reggie. Well, he walks in sometimes, but I walk him, but I have my headphones on. So I do wave at people and stuff. I just don't like sit there and gab because no offense. Like I don't really like doing that. Like I'm not going to stand out there, but he's out there doing yard work all the time. But I saw this meme that I was like dying. I might've even shared it on Instagram. It was like, the super social husband that's like making friends with the neighbors. And then I'm and like the girl's like cleaning inside the garage and the neighbor comes and you like duck inside. Like that's a hundred percent me. I will literally hide. If someone rings yes. a doorbell, I'm looking at the front and I'm like, oh, no one's here. Act like you're not here. <laughs> like just be cool. It's it's the Taurus energy, I think. I can't talk to them. I can't if I'm in a certain mood. If I'm like ready, I'm available, but sometimes I'm just like, no, thank you. If I prepped. If I prepped, I'm, I'm also, I'm also that person that I don't know if I sent you this or mm-hmm. my sister sent it to me where she goes into a bathroom from a party mm-hmm. and like looks herself in the mirror yes. and like, 
And then she opens the door and is like, woo. Every, every single gathering I'm ever at. I remember specifically, and I never thought I was like that. Like I just would do it. And, but Stephanie, uh, the Stephanie we know one time, I'll never forget her words like ring in my head when I went to Big Bear with her and a few other girls and I would disappear and like either go sit in my bed or I would go sit in the bathroom (laughs) and just be like, okay, like you can be social, like just go out there and do this. And then, cause that like, we'll add, like, we'll be very social. We'll be the most social people there and be talking to people and it will seem like it's very natural, but it sucks energy out of me. And then I have to go like recharge. But she said to me, she was like, where are you? You always disappear. And I'm like, where am I? I do disappear. Why did I do that? <laughs> you need to recharge. Sometimes you just need to recharge. Where are my battery drained? Mm -hmm. We need, we need a portable charger for Mm -hmm. human energy. (laughs) Yes. A hundred percent. I'm so glad you can relate. It's yes. I wish it wasn't so I wish I could always be like that, but it's like, it just is too much sometimes. I know. Well, I want to see your house, by the way, I want to go out there. I need to, um, and like, I think next time I know we're coming out next week for a wedding, but we have like no time. So I think I want to plan a trip specifically to, to stay at the Bower Pad. So yes, the, guest. the okay. one, the one thing that I will say, actually mm-hmm. two things for anybody that is buying a house, thinking about buying a house, mm-hmm. just recently bought a house. It for somebody like me that wants everything to be done all at once, you know, as much as I wish that I had my own interior designer or mm-hmm. Axel, whatever his name is. Oh my God, an Axel. Yeah. As, as much as I wish that I could have one of those, um, I want everything to be done mm-hmm. all at once. And that's just not realistic. We've been in mm-hmm. here for three months now and like we don't even have a rug in our living room. It's the most stressful, but also exhilarating fun experience um number two diy not my thing no i painted the fireplace it looks great i was thinking it was it always like that no it was a light gray Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm i'm so into to neutrals but like black and white neutral yeah it's like a little bit of like a like a masculine feminine like contrast Right, right. And I really wanted it black. So I thought, you know what? I've never done a DIY project before. I'm going to start today on this house. And And it was, oh my God, it was a train wreck. I, who buys, first of all, blue masking tape? You always buy tan masking tape. Blue tape is painter's tape. Mm -hmm. If I see blue tape, I immediately think, that is painter's tape. No, no, no. I taped the entire fireplace. My mm-hmm. sister helped me. Blue, blue tape. Painted everything. Thought that when I peeled that baby off, it, it would doesn't. be straight no. lines. No, it was blue masking tape. Yeah. And I, again, I think. I it wish you told me because I did this in our master bedroom like a couple months ago. Oh my gosh. I think that it was Nick that bought the blue masking tape. Tape. I will it's never know. And it rips and it sticks and you have to peel it off with your fingers. It is not, not good. It was a, oh no, oh no, 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 no. 
moment for me. Mm-hmm. I have a TikTok mm-hmm. that I'll send you. Oh I don't God, do yeah, TikTok, I but but I had to with that um, the overlaying music because the lines were so jagged. I ended up having to paint. I don't know if you can see, but like right here where yeah. the um, the flower is, I yeah. had to paint the whole rest of that wall white over yeah. the black, like sand it down, paint it white again because it was so bad. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I did the exact same thing only to find out that our white, like our builder's white that, that came, like what you can see behind me is not a standard one that Sherwin-Williams carries. And so they were like, this is the closest one I can get you. And I was like, screw it, give it to me. Because we, I painted my, the entire wall behind our, um, in our master bedroom behind our bed, like a very like dark, um, dark, like green basically. Yeah. And it's a 13 foot ceilings and Matt went on a work trip that week. So I had this, I have a 10 foot ladder that's extremely heavy. Me and the bed is like push against the wall. I'm literally back and forth with that thing back and like literally touching up, touching up. Like I worked out, I was sore from like walking up the ladder, hanging off, like trying to grab because it's so tall, but I had screwed it up to kind of like that where the wall and the paint, like they're not, it's not flat. It's like a stucco. I should have called my dad and asked him for his advice before. Cause he's a, a, does renovations and stuff like that's his thing. And, um, so I didn't know that when I put the tape on, it wasn't going to be like straight. It was like rigid. And so what I did, and I went and got that white tape and then I had to do the whole, all the lines, like all corners again. And I did like a teeny tiny makeup brush and I was like, dipped it in the white and fixed the edge. Then move up again. Like it was so tedious. I wanted to die. You should have called me. What I ended up doing was off of Amazon. They have this, um, this essentially a syringe mm-hmm. and then it's a brush that you fill up oh with my God, whatever paint and then you kind of, I don't know. Um, yeah. Cause I was yeah. literally like dip, 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 dip. It reminds me, it reminds me of those old steel lip gloss brushes. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up doing that. And I mean, it it looks way better now, but I mean, it looks fantastic and no one's going to be like staring at the lines. Like still like, no, I I understand. I felt as after I did, I felt the same way after I did my wall, I was going to paint or wallpaper the powder bath when you first walk into my house and I was like, mm, not doing that. So now I have two big chunks of paint testing that I have. And it's been there for like three or four months. And I'm just waiting to like find, I need to just pull the trigger, but um, on like an Angie's list or whatever it's called and find somebody that can wallpaper. Cause I think that's what I want to do. And then just be like, just wallpaper over those paint splotches that I put there. <laughs> that's what Nick did for the last TV that we had up. Yeah, And he was like, because behind our wall are again the fireplace because everybody wants to listen to this again but <laughs> um he had someone put our tv up because he didn't he's not a handyman i love my husband he has so many talents but he's just not a handyman and neither is either it's okay and neither is Matt. and they're so, my tools i will forever tell people that i'm like he's like oh let me grab my tools i'm like you mean my tools those are my i bought them they're paint they're pink and black, remember? And so he got someone from Thumbtack or Angie's mm-hmm. List, one of those, and had someone put our TV up 
day before a housewarming party, my parents were in town and mm-hmm. uh, our TV, com- we've had it for only five years. It completely. I was going to say, I don't think you, I remember when you guys got that TV. I don't think you've had it for that long. That I've had definitely TVs that lasted longer than that. That sucks. I have had a lot that has lasted longer than that. <laughs> and underwears that lasted longer than that. Shirts right. that have lasted long, bras that have lasted longer than that. I know. Everything. I was going to say, like makeup, but you're not supposed to use makeup beyond 12 months. But we all do. Yeah. I, but we had someone put it up because couldn't drill into the brick. And then the day before our housewarming party, TV craps out. And my dad's like, this will not do. We have to go to Costco right now. And well, it was the next day. And so we go to Costco, we buy a new TV. um, And my dad, Again, also not a handyman. It's like, we're going to put this up ourselves. And it's oh, like, no. no, no, we're not. We're going to call somebody to do it for us. Yeah. And my dad said, no, it's going to be an experience. It's going to be so much fun. I don't think there's anything wrong. Like, there's no, like, shame. It's no knock on anyone's pride. Like, I would much rather for the mo- amount of money that we spend on these homes. That's my thing is, like, it like and, and why like it takes forever to like figure out where you want to hang things because like I don't want to ruin the walls and then have to touch it up like I did so many apartments. Like no, just like spend the money and have somebody do it for you. Yeah, it's no, worth I, it. They so did they it. Do it themselves. They did it. Oh man, they had to go to Lowe's about seventeen times. Oh no, they got, they got the wrong drill bit. They broke a drill bit. They it was it was wild. It was a whole line leading blind. Oh man, they should have called my dad. He's that's the one thing I miss about being in San Diego is just being like, Dad, can you come fix this? <laughs> so he's built, he built like almost like multiple homes we lived in. He renovated the house that they just moved recently moved into. They moved into one of their rental homes in Vista. Um, and he's like pretty much done everything his whole life, like roofing, full-on demos and renovations. So I'm like, and that that's why I was like, I want to call a handyman, but I also just want to be like, Maybe when my dad comes to visit, I can convince him to install the new pendant lights that I want instead of the ones we have. Because <laughs> I don't want to like just have some random person do it. Yeah. And your dad's the best. I love your dad. Yeah. He's he's good at that. He, and he's a perfectionist too. So that's the one thing I'm spoiled with that. So I was like, like well, mm. just wait until the dads could do it. But that's at least they got it figured out. The TV looks great. The fireplace looks awesome behind you. So... That's so weird. It's weird. Your dad's a perfectionist. I would. You're totally not at all. Oh yeah, I don't know where I got that from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man. thank you. But thank you. Yes, it's been it's been a fun project. And once you own a house, there's always going to be a project. So always stuff is never ending. Not to totally change gears, but did you see that Kim and Croy Beerman are now? Potentially saying the divorce is off. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> yes. Kim and Croy Beerman, Beerman from, you know, Kim. Yeah. Okay. And they were, they were throwing each other under the bus. Like she was calling him a drug addict. He was saying that she had a gambling problem, like really, really volatile stuff. And now as of like yesterday, and we're recording on this on a Saturday afternoon morning um slash morning but the they're now saying that they're gonna work it out i did see that actually 
on Instagram from E! News, but I didn't look yes. into it because I only know her. I've never watched yeah, Real Atlanta. Housewives of Atlanta yeah. in my life. I don't life. know why you have it. You would love it. You my love parents it. live down the street from half of them. <laughs> I know, but you, I think you would like it. It's so good. Especially well, the, not, not the last couple seasons. Like, they're okay. But the season seasons with Kim and Nini are so good. <laughs> I okay. am not saying that that's why I wouldn't like it. I actually think that I would love it because I would recognize a lot of the places that I know just from my parents living in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. My mom and my and my mom and Nini had at one point the same trainer. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. But that's that's about as much of a connection yeah. to the show slash all that I know about Real Housewives. And then I do or Real Housewives of Atlanta. And then I yeah. do know that Kim put out some song. Didn't, didn't she have a party music? for the party? Tardy for the party. Yes, Tardy for the party. It was the name of their show. Um, I watched their um, show. Yeah. Um, but okay, so TMZ reported yesterday that on Friday the 7th, um, according to court docs, Kim and Croy filed a, uh, Friday to dismiss their petitions for divorce. Um, a sources say that they're really getting along at the moment and they want to try to make things work, um, work out, especially for the sake of their four young kids. We're told love was never an issue between the two, and they've got a solid core. And they were seen attending church in Atlanta together. So, so they have that's wild. They, so they have a really good sex life, is what they're saying. Apparently, I mean, I think they For always have chemistry. That was how they met on Real Housewives Atlanta. They met because he was like, I think he was on auction or something, and she was like, I need to meet that guy. He's a really cute butt. And that's how they like it got introduced to each other. And then he played for the Falcons, I think, for a little bit longer. And then maybe was released or let go or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, but that's like crazy, crazy news rocking the the Bravo world. And then the other big stuff is obviously the stuff that I feel like you're probably more invested in before we get into Kardashians, even though we've been talking for 45 minutes, <laughs> which is fine. There's no time length on these episodes. No. But how do you feel about Mauricio and Kyle? Because you're a Housewives, Beverly Hills, Stan, and just more. I think you're, that's the one you're probably the most invested in, right? Yep. That, How do you feel about this news? That is the one show that I can say probably since early, early seasons, I've been a consistent fan of mm-hmm. um, in the reality world. And I know I'm letting a lot of people listening down and saying that I don't watch a ton of reality TV, but I, I no. pick and choose the ones that I love. Like yeah. I used to watch Vanderpump so Rules time. all the time. Yeah. And I think it, I think a lot of it comes from having an entertainment background. I yeah, just, you've been in PR. Were you, or were you not, were you PR for Stassi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was Stassi's Stassi's, yep. Schroeder's publicist for the longest time. Um, well, not the longest time, for a few years. Yeah, and I didn't give you a fair enough intro. You have a very, <laughs> very successful background in PR. So give yourself some credit for sure. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I just feel like I was engrossed in shows that either my clients were watching or on. 
and but Real Housewives of Beverly Hills I've always always loved mm-hmm. and I'm so sad because I truly thought that their marriage was the equivalent to how I feel about Lisa and Harry Hamlin like I thought yep. they were going to go the distance yeah whereas with you know Erica Jane I was like who knows what's going to happen with that marriage. And, um, you know, a lot of them were already divorced or got divorced while on the show. I just felt, I was shocked. I am shocked. I'm still shocked. I mean, they say that they're not like, they're denying the claims that sources had released earlier this week. And they came out saying it's not the case and that, while they've had a really rough year, they're not like legally separating or getting divorced or anything like that at this time. But as we know, with most stuff in the Bravo universe, where there's smoke, there's fire. So it's tough to believe that there isn't something brewing going on there. Well, I hope it's not the case um, because I do like they're an establishment. Like I love them as a couple. I love Mauricio. I love their kids. Like they're all just like the best. But, um, what I was also wondering, I mean, the Morgan Wade stuff of it all, who knows, like, and there was like, I think TMZ or somebody caught her recently pumping gas and she like, wouldn't even, she wouldn't speak on it, but Mm -hmm. like to not Morgan Wade, but to Kyle. And, um, she was like, no, like we're, we're not getting separated, blah, blah, blah. Um, but what I, the other flip side of that, that has started coming out since all this dropped was people talking about Dorit flirting with Mauricio. Was I living under a rock? Cause I don't remember that happening at all. I don't either. Uh, yeah. I'm like, there's all this, these memes going around of like someone like a, like a, someone jumping in their car and like rushing off, like Dorit going to console Mauricio. And I'm like, what the heck are these people talking about? I had no idea that that was even a thing. I didn't either. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm not I'm glad I'm not the only one because I'm like I'm I've been watching the same show as you guys and I literally like I do not I watch every millisecond of these shows like I if someone's talking I will literally pause and rewind. <laughs> yeah. I also want to hear people's thoughts on that. Yeah. Because like, I understand. Right. I understand me missing it, but I'm also ADHD. For you to miss it. I never it, noticed it. Did everybody miss it or people are, I mean, not everyone, like the people well, are not saying, everything. Yeah. But I mean, they're I'm like saying, saying she would get like close to him or flirty with him, like things like that. So I don't know, but then there's this other part of me that's thinking, okay, they obviously saw how much success was with uh, Vanderpump and how all of us started. I mean, you watched, I think you said you watched the reunion, not the whole season, but like for those of us that were watching it, we like the whole time, like when this news dropped of Scandaval, we were going and tuning in to pick up clues, to see hints, to see little moments of like Raquel touching Tom, like all these little things. So now I'm like, is this just like another publicity stunt for them to get Maybe. ratings? Cause the new season's going to be airing soon. And it's not going to have Lisa Renna, which we need Lisa Renna. Where is Lisa Renna at doing weird photo shoots? I want her to have her own show and I don't care if I'm the only person watching it. I'm here for it because she has always been my favorite. 
what would she have a show about? Like, because her girls are out of the house. Harry Hamlin is like always traveling and off in Canada filming. So what would the show be about? Me and her hanging out. <laughs> doing this. <sighs> just doing Dr this, just talking. Wine tasting. Harry Hamlin. Harry. And his, and his, um, his pasta sauce. Yeah, talking take, about his pasta sauce. There we you go. We can taste test it. We can taste like Maybe that's it. You're tasting stuff. Yeah, we're doing TikTok dances. Yeah, just dancing. Do you ever watch um Brad? Is it Brad Goreski? His his videos. No. Brad Goreski from he used to be he's a stylist. A stylist? stylist. Yeah. Yeah. And he he dresses up in a, in a wig and dresses up like her and does the dances. No, but I'm going so to. Brad Brad should be on the show too. I think because he's very invested in a big Lisa fan. I think he should be on this show. Yeah, this show right now. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah, call him up. Use your connections. Hey, Brad, we're gonna need you on. We need you to tune in. Let me send you this link. Yeah. Um. Oh my God. Well, anyway. Now I'm like thinking like, is this all a machine? Like, are they using this, like these situations and these, like the sex tape and whatever, like to jack up ratings and viewers for the season? I have many thoughts on that and I okay. want to dive in deeper. I will say that the one thing I thought was very insightful was that they started the show, the plot of the show, and which mm -hmm. they've carried on through almost every episode since mm -hmm. the very beginning. Again, I have not seen anything except for season three on Hulu. But no, but, but you said you watched in early years, right? No. Oh, you didn't watch in early years? No. Nope. Oh, my bad. Because I watched, I watched like when it was on E, and then I stopped watching right around the time I think Kanye and stuff came in. I just kind of like, I don't know, got busy. I don't know. But I okay, so you're watched, just watching watched, like the new yeah, Hulu. Cut. I'm a newbie, but I, I like it for many reasons. But one thing that they said, the executive producer from, I believe, E, the original producer on E, said. Mm -hmm. The main storyline in almost every episode is that there's tension between the sisters, they're yep. fighting, and then they come to a resolve. Mm -hmm. So it's fight, 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 make up, make up, forgive, whatever, yep. and then love, love, love. Love, love, love. Yeah, I remember that. And I thought, and even now watching these most recent episodes, mm -hmm. that's the main theme. Mm -hmm. It's the main and it's I, a good formula. It's a great formula. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and and just so the folks that are listening can know what we're talking about, so Alex brought to my attention that there was an actually a documentary that came out. Um, it's called The Kardashians' Billion Dollar Dynasty. It came out this year, so um, I think it was on E. Yeah, I mean it's part of the NBC kind of network, but it it did um, get kind of shared or, or for streaming on Peacock. So that's where I think we both watched it, but it was really good. Um, but yeah, they had 
the pro the producers from the original keeping up with the Kardashians. They had the social media strategist, which is like a guy that I could go on and on about how annoying he is. Um, and how like thirsty he is. Ugh, I don't know. I did not like that guy. Um, he just seemed so LA like thirst monster to me, like trying to like claim almost like, like when he was like making this comment about like who is own all the, who's owed all the credit for making the Kardashians who they are. And then they went to Chris, but I thought for sure he was going to be like me. <laughs> I give him a little credit just because well, yeah. again, years and years and years ago, that was my career mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's hard. And it's funny seeing and hearing from your perspective, how you felt about him. And then from mm -hmm. my perspective, I sure he's annoying. He's obnoxious, but I was yeah, like, damn, that's this all guy's good at his job. Like, he, <laughs> yeah, he knew the goal. I think he also like made them out. Like my biggest takeaway was with him was I kept thinking about what they were feeling about him talking about this stuff because he was making the Kardashians out and it's totally fine if this is the case. But he was like, they are the most money hungry, the most fame hungry, the best negotiators, Chris is like, or she's the best negotiator. Like she was making them out to be these like fame hungry, like fame suckers and that they would do anything to get to that next level. And then we see, so we, this is on this documentary, but then we also see Chris in the recent um, like episode or two saying like, what did I get my family into? So she clearly did have like this vision of like building up this brand, but I just don't see them being like this dog eat dog, like so fame thirsty. Like that just seems weird. It seems icky to me. No, I think there's two sides to every story. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. maybe in the beginning, they were like, we have our goal set on making money. Mm -hmm. And being very well known. But I also don't think that who they were back then, they had ambitions, but yeah. did they know it was going to be this big? Probably not. But good for I them. I doubt it. But yeah. good for them. Yeah. I mean, the one big takeaway I had too from that doc. So let's talk about the doc and then let's take a quick break because I do want to fill it up on my Chardonnay after that. But I only have a few quick notes on the doc. Yeah, you need to chug that. <laughs> um, I have, hold on. I have what? 17 different drinks. Stop it. What are all those cups for? This is my life. Do you think I go to a restaurant and order one I drink? I usually have like a coffee, an alcohol drink, and a water. But yep. I had my coffee earlier, and for some reason, I'm getting, like, the afternoon slump. I need to go, like, wake up. I have – I'll just show you. This was um, the rest of the, the sour beer that I didn't finish last night. I, was I like, thought you were drinking something else. When you first then um, I have my – I've been drinking powdered Celsius. Okay. Okay. Like powdered? Crystal light. I have – I like Celsius. I have them in my fridge right now. The cranberry lemonade – crystallite type powder that you okay. mix in wa water. I have to drink powder or else I don't really drink a lot of water during the day. Got it. Um, and I I won't pay $35 for my own Stanley cup. I have yours here that I still haven't sent you, but <laughs> <laughs> I won't drink it. Why? Why do you um, do that? 
for just your birthday. Keep it if you want it. I mean, I'll take I, it, but. And then I have my rosé. Okay. And then I have water, which. This is like seven cups on your desk. I have not had a sip here. I'll have a sip. I literally, I have, see, I do water without a, a straw or else I feel like I burp and stuff. So like I just do. Oh, I have to have a straw. I just do that. I, I'm a shriveled up raisin with no water in me unless I have a straw. Oh my God. Um, wait, back on topic because you're going to get make me get off a tangent. Um, okay. But I'm here do for. we think, do we think the sex tape that Kim put out because they are making this inclination that like Paris told her the recipe for fame do we think that Kim did that strategically? Because they even circle back to it at the very end, saying that like the media strategist guy was like, or even Ray J said this too, but they all claim that Kit Chris had a part in the sex tape, putting that out and making sure that it was like a good version and all this and that and negotiating for it. I'm not so sure that Chris had a part in it. You think Kim but- did? Or her camp. She, I think they may, so their camp being like, if she had someone on her PR team or the media strategist, Therese or whoever. Yeah. I believe someone said this could hurt or hurt you or make you, make or break you. And I don't think she 100% condoned it, but I think she may have turned a blind eye and said, if it gets out there, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's very possible. They were like, this is what, this is the options. Like we can either, and especially too, if someone is, I don't remember the full story of like how it got out, but um, let's say for example, like they got the heads up that like, this is about to drop and there was no stopping it. Um, Then I wonder if they're like, yeah, the PR people were like, we can either lean into this and take advantage of the media and art and your name being out there. um, And, or we can totally like defend and whatnot. It's like, which, which one is a successful strategy to work in your favor? Right. Um, And she definitely leaned into that, like sexualism and stuff like in, later in the years, like soon following that with Playboy and all the other things. That's the whole controversy for me is like, you're crying about it, but then you're doing this. So it's like, it's not, I mean, it's not like I, I don't overly like care. I just find it very interesting. It's an interesting topic to be like, Hmm. And then I know you didn't watch like the first season of the Hulu of um, the Hulu show, but in the very first episode, it comes up that there is more footage on a laptop and Kanye essentially like rescues Kim and goes and like buys the laptop and the files back and like they destroy it. So uh, it's very interesting that they start off the brand new season and then the same way they started off their show on E, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Crazy. Her knight in shining armor. Yay. <laughs> It's a whole other topic. Um, anything else you want to say about the doc, though, specifically? Because I thought it was good. Um, it definitely, like, walked you through. I thought, wait, hold on. One more thing. 
Heidi and Spencer being on it. They're, they will do anything for a buck. They really will. I mean, no shame. And Spencer's on Heather McDonald's podcast, Juicy Scoop, all the time. And I actually do find him like very entertaining and he has no shame. But like them being on it, I was like, this is wild. Why are they here? I have many thoughts. I I just I was never a fan. Um I actually have mm-hmm. a photo of Heather McDonald, who was a client of mine back mm-hmm. in the day. I want to know and, that. And yeah, Heather, Audrina, mm-hmm. someone else. We're all at some award show sitting at the same table. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of brought that episode of Juicy Scoop, which I love Heather McDonald. She was mm-hmm. probably my favorite client of all time. I love her. She brings up a lot of stuff that I just look at Heidi and Spencer and I think you need a better PR team and you just need, I hate to say it, but like better personalities. They're, yeah, they're just, they're stuck in the past Mm -hmm. and I feel like they never truly found their own identity. Like their identity for a split second, Heidi's identity was look at all this plastic surgery that mm-hmm. I've done. And that's like, not an when- identity. Like that's you can't build a brand, a following, a whatever, like off of just being this plastic surgery like mess. Right. Exactly. But and we'll get into this further. What I do respect about the Kardashians is that they made brands and they made products off mm-hmm. of the off of things that they were criticized on the most. Mm-hmm. um like Kylie's lips okay yeah so we're gonna go into beauty um yep. you know Kim's body okay we're gonna go into shapewear like that was smart yeah if, if Heidi had gone into lingerie if yeah. Heidi had had created something bigger than you know I'm coming out talking about something that's super taboo then maybe I would have the same respect, but yeah, we'll get into that really further. Didn't, she didn't leverage that opportunity. Like they, they probably could have done a lot more than what they did. And instead they chose to like, I mean, they blew through all their money, but then they like invested into crystals, which is a whole other thing with a Spencer. They're just weird. It's so weird. It's insane to me having not, paid attention to them for many, many years. And like, and it's not like I'm a hater or anything. I just more so like with them, I stopped watching maybe like 10 years ago or so because maybe less than 10 years ago, but like right around the Kim and Kanye, like get together because it just seemed so like vapid. Like they, like, I remember watching an episode when they were still on E and like Kim was like looking at herself in a mirror in the car And her sister was trying to have a conversation with her and she was just so checked out, like just looking at herself. And I was like, dang, like, what am I watching? (laughs) And like at that point they were still trying to grow and like she's, they still were getting like a super bad rap and um, about just like having no talent. What do they do? What are they actually like? Who are they? And like this and that, but I just stopped caring. And then I've had so many people in the last, like, especially since I've started this, tell me like, why don't you cover the Kardashians? And 
blah, 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 blah. And like, I don't know, I, I guess I was like bored and I just started giving it a shot and it definitely sucked me in, but more so because I just like to like see the houses. I like to see the fashion. I like to see peek behind the curtain, like them doing the hair and the makeup and all that stuff. Honestly, I probably like still, I still think some things about them as like being really like self-centered, but, um, and their voices sometimes like really bother me, but it's like, and so we did this and blah, blah, blah. Like it's so painful, but I like it still. Like I'm going to watch, I'm going to keep watching. Like, there's this, there's this TikToker. Called, there's a, is it the girl with the salads? And she's like, yeah. Yulia or I forget her, her TikTok name, but she, the way that she does Chloe's voice. I don't mind the voices because. Courtney's is the worst to me. Her voice is the absolute worst. But the way that this the girl there's, yeah does the whole girl does Chloe's really she's like oh my god not the not I can't do it but it is yeah. so spot on <laughs> she's like not the silence like it's so good I love it I don't mind their voices but the reason I got into it I was never into it because I don't know maybe it was everybody was so into the Kardashians yeah. when they were on E and that was all you heard about. Maybe mm -hmm. it's because of my background in entertainment and just being too engrossed and wanting a break after the end of the day. I don't know what it was. I just was never into it on E. Mm -hmm. Why I got into it more recently. I don't know. Yeah. Now that they're pretty and successful and rich maybe i can mm -hmm. relate to them a little bit more now <laughs> <laughs> um no i did what, not think that's what you were gonna say <laughs> what really got me i'll tell you what got me into them it yeah started with a few weeks ago nick and i went to the blink 182 concert oh my god i saw diego that. So jealous and I love Chloe them. and Courtney and Chris and the kids were like right next to us. Shut up. And I thought, you know, how cool is it that of course, like they're in LA, but yeah, yeah. they're, they're here for, and I, I grew up, I'm a diehard Blink-182 fan. Like, I love I just, They're like, I had their CDs. Like, yes, my favorite. I even listened to Angels and Airwaves, like when Tom went off, cause Tom was my favorite. So but Travis was, I don't know. I, I love all of them. I yeah. just, I thought that was really cool that they were there. And so then I thought, okay, I own Kylie Cosmetics. I have a palette. I have a, the Chloe K whatever lipstick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was the first product I ever purchased. And then I have some Good American. I have a blazer. Mm -hmm. My company has worked with them. And so I, I thought as a consumer and as somebody that really, my whole background is celebrity driven products or influencer driven products. That's what I know. And I just started thinking and doing more research on how they've built these empires and turned what they, you know, initially were criticized for into these brands and yeah. they've turned their names and their likeness into these brands. I thought that was really cool. And so 
I thought, why not? I'll just watch this most recent season on mm-hmm. Hulu. And but yeah, it started at the Blink One Eighty Two concert. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, All right? I'll yeah, I'll start watching and that. and and now I'm I'm at a place in my life where I want to have a family mm-hmm. and um I don't know I I just relate to some of the stuff that they're they're going through and we can dive more into this a little bit later but like when Kim's like I just can't pull it together. I can't pull it together. Oh, I'm like, girl, that. been there. We've yeah. All been there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's take a quick break. Um, I need a refill and then we'll come back and I want to get into just how we're feeling about this season, Chloe and Tristan, the surrogate son, all that good stuff. And then the, the Dolce gate basically. So, um, let's get into it next and take a quick break. Okay. And we're back. Okay. So getting into the Kardashians season three, just like a high level, like how are you feeling? I mean, this is really the first time that you said you've kind of dived full in on them. So like how, what are your thoughts on season three so far? I like it. I think that I think they dwell too much on like one thing, but it's a show. You have to, but I love the fashion aspect. I love the fashion, the fashion show with her, which is like Dolce Gate, like the whole thing, which we'll get into. That was probably some of my favorite episodes though, which I have, I have some thoughts on just her in general during that whole saga. Um, But no, I agree. It's like the best part. Um, but we do, we were just chatting about this. So the, the episode or the very first episode of season three starts with, with them talking about Kim officially, like where they left off, where she is now in her life. And she mentions that she's single again. And as we know, like her and Pete were kind of ramping up at the end of season two. So I don't know. I knew they weren't going to be for life. I think it was like a good fun fling and like a perfect person for her to get back into the dating pool with, but I don't know. What are your thoughts on the whole Pete and Kim thing? Um, so they said that, or this is what page six said was okay. scheduling. I think they said like scheduling age differences uh-huh. and like just different personalities were the reasons why they split. Like you said, didn't think it was going to be a long-term thing. Yeah. Not surprised. I do think it's funny that he, I want to meet him because I want to know what the allure is, like how he dates all of these women. I I have no idea. I think if I'm just thinking like, yeah, what could it be? Like, he seems like he has nice lips. He seems like he's very humble. (laughs) Hold on. That's your first thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like on his face. It's my first observation. I'm like, he looks like he has nice lips. Like, do I want to go anywhere near them? Absolutely not. I think he's not very cute. But he seems like he's like got charisma. He's humble. I have watched his stand up because I was very curious. And I found him to be funny, but incredibly awkward. Like he kept like looking down. 
And so like, he reminds me of just like those like emo going through something like just like this mysterious, like allure and like somehow these women are just drawn to it. I have, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't, I have no idea. Like I said, I want to meet him to understand exactly why, but I don't know. Maybe it could just be a schlong at the end of the day. Yeah, maybe it's a big dick. <laughs> that might be it. Or maybe he just is very caring and carries himself well. At the end of the day, it has to be confidence. Like he, I think so. Yeah. It, like a subtle then, confidence, I think is probably. He's got like swagger or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then I'm sure the comedic element and yeah, being funny to make probably. you laugh. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's so not his, maybe it's not his big dick. Maybe it's big dick energy. I just think it's funny the way you say it. It's like so like I can't even say it. This is my I know my mom listens to this. So but I don't I know she won't care. She'll say the same thing, but it just like my 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 face is going red. Sorry, mom. I love you. <laughs> Sorry, Kathy. Um, no. So yeah, I, I don't nice. know, but it, they were cute. I think, I don't know. I do think like, cause you said you kind of skipped through one and two and you're going to give two. Did you say you're giving two a shot? I am. So I'm working my, my, my way backwards. Do it. Started, started with season three. Now okay. I'm on episode i don't know they all kind of blend together they do especially when you watch them fast yeah three of season two on hulu so i like season two it was slower but like i think you'll like it when they get to the met gala part that was probably my favorite part and that's when they're talking about like the marilyn monroe dress stuff Mm -hmm. um that's where kind of pete starts to like seep in a little bit more so i think you'll like it yeah i'm definitely going to continue watching it just haven't gotten there yet yeah work backwards it's it's hilarious yeah i mean i watched them from one to three in the span of maybe two weeks and the they all literally blur together and i was trying to piece it timeline wise i was like okay when did this come out and when did they film this because this seems like because especially with the last couple years time seems to be moving so so fast so i'm like it's crazy. It seems like they released episode or not episode, but season one and two actually in the span of a year. Um, so like they're releasing them pretty quickly. It seems like too. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like a fall and a spring you, release type thing. Did you see? So every year, um, what's his name in the Hamptons hosts that huge party. Eric, or- yeah. I've heard about this, but I don't know a lot. Yeah. And she apparently is like kind of into Tom Brady, but but the best part of the news that I read about was that she downed 11 shots. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? she's, she's like, what? Five, two, five, three. And that is incredible to me. That's crazy. That makes me want to be her friend. Sorry. I know I sound like an alcoholic, but like. No, not at all. It gives her like a real. I thought she wasn't a big drinker. She's too. I don't think she is, but it gives her like a real 
I don't know. It makes me feel like, oh, she can let loose, you know? Yes. Yeah. And that's, well, that's my biggest takeaway about just watching the show in general. And I think the whole Courtney and Kim thing, which we'll get into in a second, but like, she is such a hard worker and I think she's constantly trying to prove herself um, to all of those people that have been against her and like talked shit about her for all these years about not having talent that she is willing to put in work and whether it's like her, her own businesses, it's helping out with fashion shows, producing, doing this and that, like, and even being a mom, like she's trying to wear all these different hats to prove something to all these people. And, and she, she doesn't really ever let her hair down. Like like she's always on the go. Yeah. Um, Courtney is always, is not as much on the go and has less is like, I don't give a shit if I have to prove anything. It also makes me think about when Kendall does the 818 party. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, because they ask Kylie, they're like, what's everybody like drunk, you know? Oh, I love that. So, yeah. you know, Kendall and Kim, there's no hiding it. She says, like, mm-hmm. they're announcing to everybody that, you know, they're drunk. And oh, my gosh, after like two shots. Um, she says Courtney is like peeing on everyone, which I thought was so yeah. funny. Well, she's had so many kids, like her bladder is <laughs> probably like so messed up. They say like you pee your pants and she's having another, um, but, and she's like, she's probably naked somewhere. She's a free lady. I loved that. Um, she says, Chloe's a fun drunk, but she can get aggressive and like, there's I no love that part. Like, get over here. <laughs> I know. Say hi to your auntie. Um, and then. Chris, she she says, like, if you have a – she doesn't go into what type of drunk Chris is, but we all know, like, she's hilarious. If you have a chance to drink with anyone, drink with Chris Jenner. Yeah. Who does drunk Candace relate to according oh, to Kylie's description? Good question. Oh, my God. I think I might be the aggressive one. I don't know. You tell me. I'm like – I like, I start to get louder and I start to get more opinionated. Like I noticed this on a, this last weekend. So I thought about it. I was having next anxiety about it. The boys, like, so we went to this, we rented a boat and we went out on a Lake Louisville here in, in Dallas. And there's an area where all the boats link up and it's like a big party, like float basically. And all the boats are like on either side and people are swimming and there's big floaties and all these things. Well, Matt and the boys broke out of football and started throwing it all over. And there was this one guy towards the end. And this is after like six hours of drinking at this point, they kept throwing it to this guy and he kept trying to throw it to these girls that are on this massive boat, like across from us, like a yacht. It wasn't even a boat. And he kept missing. Like he sucked. And I literally like started saying like very loudly, I was like, stop throwing it to him. He fucking sucks. Like he can't throw it. And I was literally, I start to talk shit and it like in like sometimes like a mean way. And then I'm like, oh my God, like my, my thoughts become my words and then I can't put them back inside. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It was, but it, it, could, it could get me into trouble because then I, that's how I've gotten like literally, I've never like gone in a fight or anything like that. Not, not, let's be real, like never, nothing like that. But I've gotten to the point where like a guy 
like I'll have grown men like be like like we're talking shit to each other and like I think I'm gonna I be, I think I become this like six foot four giant man and I'm not <laughs> <laughs> like You're I'm like not. who do I think I am <laughs> no I think that well first of all I just have to address it. how we met was we pulled a Courtney I'm just gonna say that we, we did everywhere. yeah we did definitely um, so yeah but I I can also see the the aggressive like Chloe side in you mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. but I also think that on the Kendall and Kim side I do say I I was thinking my initial thought right. was a Kim to be like I'm a little drunk right now yeah because I will say that because then I'll like even after like even after one of these I was like oh, I'm a little buzzed because <laughs> yep. I'm a lightweight these days but um no I think you're spot on yeah wait what about you which one are you? Oh gosh. I, don't I think, think it depends. What do you think? No, you said you answer first. Cause I'm thinking, who do you, th you think you are? I mean, I would love to just be a Chris Jenner and just be like, Oh, I'm you so might fun, be a Chris. Cause you don't really no. like aggressive. You don't pee. You don't really announce it. You you just start like having fun and like and then just like dancing. Yeah, I arms, think arms and dancing, arms and wrists. I think Alex, drunk Alex is bipolar. I think it depends on the day. Maybe. I think that's true. I have seen you. <laughs> I can be a Chloe where I'm like, <laughs> get out of my face. I can be a Chris where I'm like in front of me. Let's have fun. And then I think yeah. I'm also a Kylie where I I handle my liquor. Yeah. And then you go to bed. And then I sleep. And then you disappear. Irish you will goodbye. do that. You'll like you'll go out and you'll be like having so much fun and be funny. That's usually your MO. Like you're not one to like like I was saying, like, just to correct myself, like you're, I've never seen you really get aggressive. Like you've only been sassy maybe once or twice in front of me in the, in the years I've known you. And, but like, you will literally like be like, I have to leave now. And then you'll go and put yourself to bed. I know when I'm at my, my tipping point. Yeah, totally. Oh man. That's a good question. Very, very good question. Um, I, I would love to drink with Chris Jenner. I would too. I would I loved that party. I loved all the wigs and everyone's looks. I was sad that Chloe didn't get more credit. I thought she looked fabulous. And there was another woman there, I think, that copied her look. I noticed. Oh, the Miranda Priestly look? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't show too much of her, the friend. But I know. <laughs> Chloe, Chloe looked amazing. I loved, I loved all of them. I think maybe Kendall showed up late. Yeah, I think I think she showed up late. Maybe she had something to do. I didn't really notice her that much in the episode. Kim's was spot on. Loved Kim's. I loved her outfit. Um, no, they all were so funny. I thought though Courtney's idea of like the one from the thing, like is it the thank you next thank video? You next. That was so funny. But honestly, like at the end of the day, it was the peonies all over the dinner table and the martini glasses and the candles. Like I was like drooling over that party drooling yes that's give that's me 
Give me a party where everybody dresses up in long blonde wigs and outfits that mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I would that's what I'm doing for my next birthday. You should do that. We should have done that for your <laughs> bachelorette now that I think about it. What a, what were we thinking? Oh my um gosh. wait, I want to talk and get your thoughts on like the Chloe and Tristan thing. We see in the preview that they someone's asking her, like, what about you and Tristan? Like I swear, if this woman gets back with him, no, 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 no. What do you think about that? Like her, like this, the baby situation, super sad, but yeah. What are your thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts. I, she talks about it. She's like, you know, I understand why he would think, oh, she's just going to get back with me. She's done it before after the cheating scandal and all of that. Good for her, first of all, for being strong. Setting boundaries. Setting yeah. boundaries. Super important. I do – I don't want to say I feel bad because then that makes it sound like, you know, she can't get through this. Right. She needs that additional support from somebody that she's never met. You know, she doesn't. She is super strong. If anything, I that I have more respect for her now than ever mm -hmm. because you see what she's been through. She's been through probably more than anybody else in that family. And mm -hmm. I I just feel like sure, she's super down. It's a shitty situation. She was bamboozled mm -hmm. by this guy. Yeah. And in addition, she's having to deal with the fact that she's right. Nobody talks about surrogacy. Everybody's like, sure. I I've said it before. I've said I am terrified of – I have a phobia of pregnancy. Mm -hmm. It's not that mm -hmm. I never wanted kids. It's I'm terrified of being pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And she says – Nobody talks about surrogacy in a real way mm -hmm. in a sense of like people may not have the same connection to their kids yeah. if they have birth a normal way and then have a surrogacy. Totally. And I've said, I want a surrogacy. And now in watching this, I start thinking she's Definitely. right. Yeah. She's right. And it, it's sad. It's really sad because yeah. – it's not that she doesn't love the baby, Tatum. Mm -hmm. It's not that she doesn't want to have that connection. It's that layer on everything she's going through with Tristan mm -hmm. on top of being handed a kid that you didn't actually have in your womb and saying, here's your baby. You already hate the dad. Maybe hate's mm -hmm. a strong word. You're already really upset with the dad. And you see the dad in this kid that you didn't even carry. It's like, how are you supposed to feel a connection to yeah. that? That was my big thing, too, is it's like, I don't think it's just, I think the surrogate situation, certainly case by case scenario, there could certainly be women that have not going through these crazy life changes with their partner and then felt disconnected from the child, like once, once they were born. But I think for her, it was like a freaking cluster 
fuck of all these things that happened to her. And it, to me, it makes total sense. Like you, you do the embryo transfer or whatever, and then you find out a week later that he had got a girl pregnant when he was traveling in Houston after you spent time with him on his birthday. And then she's having the kid and he's tried to hide it from you. You find out via court filings. It's like so wild and deceiving. And then the whole pregnancy, you're disconnected trying to just work through the the deceit. And then she even said like when the kid, like the child was being born, she was like, it kind of all clicks. Like right when I got to the hospital, I was so much in disbelief. It's like, I feel like you have those nine months, almost like 10 months to really prep for that baby. She didn't mentally prep during that time to me, it sounds like. So maybe like as the child is here, it's probably going to take her just as much time to wrap her head around that he is here. She just needs more time. I think she'll get there, but I think she needs more time. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm glad she was honest because I never thought – I mean, it makes sense now that you think about it, but I never really gave it much thought. Yeah. Me either. Crazy. So. I initially was like, that sounds like a dream. <laughs> so it's ex- expensive, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So expensive. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. Well, okay. So that I'm, I do appreciate her being transparent. I didn't like, I think both of us, since we didn't watch the Hulu or not the Hulu shoot, but the E show, I think, I don't know. I remember the show early on in its days, but like, I think with this Hulu show, one thing I appreciate is kind of the breaking of the fourth wall, like that I love. And I'm so glad that they do that. And, um, and the producers were engaging with them pretty frequently. It sounds like. I was going to say is, are you talking about the behind the scenes? It seems like a lot of reality shows. I do too. It seems like a lot of reality shows are doing that now where it's like, you know, you're supposed to be off camera. It's almost a behind the scenes. Yeah. And the producers are asking questions. Yeah. I I mean, I mean, it gives us, it gives the audience credit, I think, because for so many years they try to play us like we're dumb. Like we don't know that there's people asking these questions on one side and then this and this is stuff is going on behind the scenes and then it gets played out in a certain way. So it's, it's almost like bringing us into the fold and showing us like, this is how the sausage is made. I like that part of it. And on top of that, it's it's like, oh, you thought this was reality TV. Now this is real reality <laughs> yeah, TV, yeah, totally. you know? And totally. and not to jump to a different show, but like even with the Vanderpump Rules reunion, mm-hmm. when oh. when Tom Sandoval's like, I just want a minute, not on camera. And they're like, I need a break. Oh my God, he's drama queen. But I I do like that element a lot. It makes mm-hmm. it seem more real. It makes it seem and feel like you're in the filming for what the filming actually is. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about the episode. So I was shocked that it did start off with Courtney and Kim sitting off like right off the bat and just diving right in. I will say, and then I want to hear your thoughts, like, I I understood where Courtney was coming from because she wanted this whole like wedding to be special and and I I think it wasn't even like released yet um because they did a special which I haven't watched but I don't think the wedding special had come out by the time that Kim was doing all the stuff so it was kind of like stealing her light in a way but then as soon as Kim started talking about how 
I had my wedding in Italy and I had the same singer and um, all like these things where she's saying like kind of in a way she copied me. So it's like, where's the line drawn? Like we're sisters, like we do share ideas and we copy each other. It just, then I was like, oh, well, Courtney's point is kind of almost moot to me. Like, is it moo or moo? Moo. It's moot point. <laughs> What's You'll that? figure it out. <laughs> Tell me what it is. You're thinking moo from friends. Friends, but it's mute. It's moot. Mute. It's moot. Moot. It's a moot point. Yeah. Like moot. There is no In a French accent. Moot. <laughs> Mozzarella. <laughs> Going back to this TikToker, I gotta, I gotta find her name. It's like, hold on. I gotta find it. She, she posted this TikTok or like Instagram. I don't, mm -hmm. I'm not on TikTok. Um, she posted this that was uh, how. Chris Jenner changes her accent for every brand. She's like Saint Laurent, Gucci. Oh yes, they. <laughs> I think they talk about it in one of the seasons. You'll get there. Your, you'll find it when you're watching it because they definitely talk about it. Uriela, Uriela Masbella, and there I go. Masbella. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's Yuri. So oh wait, Yuri La Masbella. Send it to me. It's okay. I will. Um, but, but so no, so what I'm saying is like, it's, it's a, a mood point because she copied her too. And it's like the whole, and then like Courtney doesn't even have, I do not think she has Dolce vibes. Like she, to me, I think she doesn't really have her own identity, which may be a controversial, controversial thing to say. Like she's, she molds herself and folds herself into the guy that she's seeing like so she was now all of a sudden punk with travis it's like come on like you're not la dolce vita like get the fuck out of here i mixed feelings okay whose whose side do you want after you see the 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 talk through i think i'm on kim's i'm on i, I under but then i'm like if i was courtney and i know my personality Maybe I'd be like, yo, you're copying me too. But here's the thing. I would a million percent. I love how Kim was like, hey, if I called you up and said, hey, I really want to do this, what would you say? And Courtney said, knowing my personality, I would have said do it. Right. I would have said do it. Who yeah. is Kim to pass up yeah. that opportunity? And also, if I – I'm going to drink just thinking about it. If I hear the word, words, phrase, 90s archives, one more fucking time <laughs> in my life, you can make a drinking archives. game out. 90s archives. Yes. 90s archives. I pulled the 90s archives. <laughs> No, I pulled the 90s archives. I mean, you uh, never know that I pulled It was in my archives. No, I know. I know. I, I agree. Love, I love them. And I love, I, I loved this Milan fashion. So great. Show. So oh good. 
I will say, well, you finish that thought. Go ahead. Cause I have some, I have, I have a hot take to say, but I'm, I, she got through she it, but I she yeah. killed it. She crushed it. Um, I think that Courtney was probably really upset at first. And then as she's talking through it and I do this a lot too, she's like, Oh shit, actually, you know, I probably shouldn't be as mad as I am. And everybody does it. Like you get in a situation where you're like, I am so upset about X, Y, Z. And then you're starting, you you start to say it out loud. And then you're like, Mm -hmm. honestly, like sounds dumb. It sounds ridiculous. And it was, yeah, it was a ridiculous fight. You could see the wheels turning totally. as she's saying it. And I'm like, oh my God, we've all totally been there. But yep. I, I think I was on Kim's side on this one. Like I would never in a million years pass that opportunity up. No. Nor should she. I think that there's a lot of competition, which mm-hmm. sure, that's so fine. I mean, they talk about, I think in one of the earlier episodes that – Courtney went to to school to find Kim at school to be like, I want my pants back. Like such a sister thing to do, but like clearly they've been having this kind of stuff going on. What I was going to say though, is that I think what Courtney had mentioned even in an earlier episode is that she wanted the call so that she could at least give her a okay or whatever, just like in another situation, she wanted to be invited. She wasn't going to go, she said, but she just wanted the call to be invited. And to that, I also saw the other side. I don't remember who said it, but whether it was Kim, whether it was Chloe, whether it was Courtney, Mm -hmm. they said Kim may have not made that call because what if Courtney had said no? I know. Would then she would she would for sure she'll still do it. She's like, I'll do it anyway. But then that puts her in a negative spotlight where it's like, oh, your sister said no. So why not just avoid that situation altogether? Yeah. Yeah. It was the part that got me that just felt like, come on. So dumb was when they were like, it's how you vibes. Huh? The TV wouldn't turn off. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, 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 no. It was like, it was um, when she, she was like, just Italian looks and Italian vibes. And that's my vibe. Like. Dolce Vita and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, come on. Like, I don't know. It just seemed such a lame, like, argument. Like, that was just a lame point. Um, I don't know. The whole thing. But so I think we're both probably on, like, a little bit more Kim's side than anything. But I think still, I think we can agree it was a dumb fight still at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's fight, fight, fight. Love. Makeup, makeup, makeup. Love, 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 love. love. Yep. Just like what that guy said. Um, what I was going to say about the fashion, like show just production when her stylist didn't show up, when she was in full panic mode and basically almost became silent, it seemed I, in that moment was like, this is it. Like she, like, I almost felt like I was going to be like my old self before I started watching the show was almost going to be proven. Right. Cause I'm thinking like. She thinks like her whole thing is fashion and and this and that, but like she doesn't really have an opinion. And like, why isn't she talking? Why isn't she expressing her opinion? She claims to be like putting all these looks together and doing this and that. It was like, oh, she needs Kanye. She needs a a, a stylist. She needs somebody to like 
just support her in her or like validate her. And so, but I was pleased to see her actually step into her own and be like, okay, actually like I have to call the shots. And then she did really well. So that was like really nice to see, but I was worried. I was worried. She doesn't meet Kanye or yay, but I Danielle, I just can't. Sorry. I, can't. I tried. Danielle is fantastic. She, I don't know if you know her background. I don't. But she's, she's Israeli mm-hmm. and she's been here most of her life uh, in the U S but she is just fantastic. She was a designer and oh, worked okay. for, uh, Kanye des- like de- helping him design yeah. collections for a long time and then became Kim's stylist. And I just, I, I love her. I love mm-hmm. her style. I love that she's under the radar as well. Um, I don't know what happened with her passport or what happened, what that was. I also, so weird. we live on zoom. We live on FaceTime. Let's be realistic. Wow, she was there. Point. She was there. You think so? For sure. But oh no. That's what I was thinking then. I do think she's taught Kim a lot. Yeah. And I think sure, Kim's the face. Danielle is owed a lot of credit. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. I I really enjoyed it. I I just I'm a sucker for the 90s. Mm-hmm. And and not to talk about me and my oh, history more, but I started in fashion. Mm-hmm. I worked with for Zach Posen's handbag collection way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so a piece of me and when I moved out to LA originally, it was like, oh, I'm going to be a stylist. And then realized, oh my gosh, I'm 21 years old. I'm never going to make any money doing this. But yeah, it's hard. It's so difficult. I think stylists deserve a lot of credit. Fashion yeah. is is one of the main reasons why I've loved this season. Mm-hmm. And when, when Chris Jenner said, I would love a boomerang or a real repeating of Kim eating spaghetti in my house. I'm like, put that up in my house. I fucking loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was so creative and I know yeah. she has a team, but I just think that she, again, she's a brand woman. Her face is the brand and mm-hmm. she does it well. Mm-hmm. And she's a great team behind her. Yeah. And that That is all a celebrity needs. Yeah. No, 100%. I think you're spot on. It's it's not a one a one person does it all. She definitely has a lot of really strong people behind her and and obviously like especially like given where they're at now and I just see thinking about like where they came from and then seeing like their houses and all of their just everything that they do now, it's wild, like how much money they're making. Like it's absolutely wild. Like they I have want- their own jets. Like it's crazy to me. Like I just I guess I just didn't think about that stuff before we started watching that. I was like, I just didn't know the level. I had no idea. Yeah. 
No idea. It's good. And it's great. I love watching it. Mm -hmm. We all love watching the riches. I mean, yeah, it's, that's why sometimes housewives, I think lets us down because they've gotten away from that sometimes they, which it sucks that like, that's like what we want to eat, but it's aspirational. We want to see them go on these trips to Dubai and wherever. Like I have to see that. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to watch you in, you know, getting a divorce, living in a casita, Orange County. Sorry, Gina. Like it's just rough. It's rough. Cause that's something that's super real that could happen. That's why Beverly Hills Housewives will always be my favorite. I know. And only. I know. Except for let's give Erica Jane. She moved into that tiny little house. It's still it was still very cute. Um, I, but she had a rags to riches moment in the last season. I, I don't even care. Erica yeah. Jane was the one where she's like, I'm gonna show off my stuff because you know. Lisa yeah. Vanderpump, that used to be Lisa Vanderpump. And then yeah. it was Erica, Erica Jane. She came on the show. Um, I, I think know Erica made away. the fashion. I think she really did. She was like the one for oh sure. Oh my gosh. Over the top. And I loved every second of it. Oh, I would, I was like those shoes. I would never wear them. I'm like comfort over yep. fashion when it comes to shoes. If yeah. I could wear a two inch kitten heel with the most elaborate fashion like outfit every day that's my style but erica jane some of the stuff that she pulled oh my gosh i yeah. love it and but she also showed her riches which i loved yeah and that is what you love about the kardashians at the mm -hmm. same time mm -hmm. sure the drama is is a lot of it but to see where they are now versus yeah. like you know i don't know from the beginning not like this. Yeah, it's definitely not this level. The houses, the properties, like that's the one thing I always find fascinating. I still can't get over Kim's everything. She has nothing on the walls. It's plain white. It looks like a church hallway. I, I still can't get over it. And the bathroom, I was trying to show Matt pictures of the bathroom before this because it killed me on one of the past episodes like recently where Chris and Kim are in the bathroom and Chris is, or Kimberly is just sitting on a concrete block with her legs up talking to her mom. I'm like, this is your bathroom. You're sitting on a concrete block. Like that does not look comfortable. It looks luxurious. Like it looks clean as hell. I could probably lick that floor, but like it's so cold. It's cold. I, I kind of love it. I mean, it's to each their own. I couldn't live in it, but I love looking at it. Right. I love looking at it. Yeah. I couldn't. With all I the dry stuff in the back, it almost looks like a, it almost looks like a table where they laid like dried flowers into it and then they put glass on top. That's what the back of her freaking bathroom looks like. My mom. Blows my mind. Diane. Shout out Diane. To, to Diane. Um, you think Diane will listen to us? Yeah. All right. Hopefully. Richard, Richard, could be as cool as Diane. Oh my gosh, that woman! So when we moved into our house, <laughs> she's the best. When oh yeah, we what moved you into our house, I love neutrals. So that's also why I love looking at Kim's house. To mm -hmm. your point, could I live in it? Probably not. It's, it's but just cold. yeah. Oh, but it's so beautiful. Like if I had uh -huh. 10 housekeepers, I could no. for sure live in it. 
But I was trying to find, I'm great with fashion. Tell me, I mean, you can't tell today because I'm just wearing a plain black tank. But tell me to put an outfit together. Boom, boom, boom. No problem. Mm -hmm. Tell me to put two items in a house together. Can't do it. So I lean on my mom Mm -hmm. and my cousin. And so I said, I want this and I like this. And I sent her my Pinterest board and she's like, everything is so muted. Everything is so monotone. Like it's either too much black or it's too much nude or Mm -hmm. white or whatever. You, you don't want white. You don't want beige. You don't want white and beige. You don't want too much black. And I'm like, these are the colors that I like. Mm -hmm. So seeing, so I don't have a living room is what I'm saying. Uh, because of that, I can't make up my mind, but seeing Kim's house, I'm like, I would love that, but that's everything. It sounds dirty. I would get it dirty so fast. I have a cream couch and I like literally wipe it off every day. I have a white desk and I am like, how do I have so much makeup on my fingers? (laughs) Oh my God. That's how my, my bathroom is. I'm like, where's this orange streak? Where'd this come from? (laughs) Like, does she not have, well, I guess she doesn't have makeup on her fingers because she's never doing her own. No, she's not doing it herself. (sighs) No, I, yeah, it's. I liked it, but I also. Would. I like Kendall's house. That's more my style. It's like very, it's not Spanish, but it's like warm and different textures and plants and rugs. And like, I love that look. I think you only see a glimpse of Chloe's house, but I like Chloe's house. Chloe's that's, house looks cozy and comfy too. Yeah. That's like my, my style. It's still yeah. neutrals, but it's with a big neutral gal. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally, totally, totally. Kim's yeah. is like. 2045. She which, looks like she's living in, yeah, an alien. Uh, what's it called when you're like a compound? Like she looks like she's like an alien compound, transplanted. Like, and I saw the before and after pictures of the hallway before. Like they full on made these intense arches, like we see today. Because the hallway tripped me out the most. I was like, you're looking in a church hallway. What is this? Um, but there's, yeah, they like fully, it wasn't built like that. Like they changed it. Oh, I didn't know that. Look up Um, Kim Kardashian's house. And then like, you can see, um, I, when I did that, like I, the renovation pictures pulled up like a couple of them, but you could put maybe renovation and it'll show you. Oh, oh, I do want to get into that. Oh, I love it. Um, I, I see what you're saying. Cause before they had. This kind of looks like my house the before. Um, they have I like, mean, light my, pictures and stuff, right? Hold on. Not my house. I just want to clarify. My house is not this big. No, um, you're fine. But with the, the black um, chandeliers in the hallway mm-hmm. before. Yep. So they Love just took out everything and then just plastered the floor white, shiny. I guess. And then just put plaster over every, I think that looks like what Nick kept telling me, oh, I want white everything. I want neutral everything. He's like, should I bring my straight jacket? Like, (laughs) oh, I see the before and after. Yeah. 
It's crazy. It's crazy looking. I feel like did Scott say something like that in the show? I don't know. What? About bringing a straight jacket? Maybe not. To this house. I just can't. I can't do it. It's so plain. I like white. the look. I like the look of it, but yeah, it, it does look empty and sad. It just looks so yeah, like an insane asylum. I think it's spot on. Um wild. Um Anyway, but I do, I do, sorry. You're fine. Again, I can relate now at the house. Um, I do like Chloe's house. The Malibu house, I want to get into that. Yes. $70 million. Um, $70 million. million. I had no idea. Damn. She definitely, I mean, it, it. she was very, I like that she was like, I know this isn't normal. And I know that this is like, this is wild, but this is an achievement for me. And, and I, it's very sweet. She was thinking about like how many memories, like all the kids and everybody's going to make there. I'm just like, how often are you going to go there? Because that's a lot to invest in. Like, I just, like, live there year-round. <laughs> I mean. What are we doing? I would just I live there all year long. Like, it's crazy. I thought it was so funny. I think Chloe might be my favorite. You think so? But I love Kim. But I love Courtney. I like she, Kim. I love all I of them. I like them all. It's, it's like picking your favorite Sex and the City character, right? It's like everybody – you can usually find – commonalities and you know within each character and so it's like that's how do you why it works yeah exactly because you, you can find ways to relate to every single one of them not the new show and just like that because it fucking sucks but um mm -hmm. the old one you're you're talking about and just like that it's so bad i only uh, watched the first, i only sex got the first the one i only got yeah no but i'm talking about sex and the city characters um but not the I, new and just like that show because it's not good don't no, I watched the first episode and didn't watch any. Same. I watched the first else. episode with Matt, and he was like, "Turn that off." Really watching this? This is so bad. And just like that, it was turned off. And just like uh, that, we didn't watch episode two. <laughs> so, um, no, I I loved when <laughs> Chloe was like, "Oh." You're going to – you think this is, like, a kid's fun house and an adult party house? Mm -hmm. She's like, so Disney and then Disney after dark. Yeah. I, I'm like, pick one. It's either going to be your party house or – actually, now that – this is another Courtney and Kim fighting moment now that I'm saying it out loud. I see Kim's point. About what? one weekend it could be the the kids all come and it's a family weekend the next weekend you throw a big ass party mm -hmm. and it's adults only yeah totally it's it's a good like because i think where they are it's pretty inland and i've only driven through that area i've never like really explored it but it's it's a good ways from the beach so i think that 
it makes sense. I mean, you it's like a hop, skip and a jump away to just do like a quick, quick getaway that weekend and with the kids in the beach, like the whole weekend there. Um, but it just seems crazy. Like it's that much of an, like that much money and you're not there all the time. It's wild. But and, I mean, all celebrities are like that. So, and you're almost three hours. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, what about which, the Kanye? Oh, wait. Oh, go ahead. Which I will say, Carlsbad was not on the map until the Kardashians came around. Um, Carl's what? Carlsbad. Oh, I mean, Carlsbad. Oh, my God. I mean, Calabasas. Calabasas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, Carlsbad. <laughs> I'm from California. I mean, I know. Oh my I know. God. I'm from, I'm from California. <laughs> I was like, Carl's bad. And then at first I thought you said Carl's dad. And I was like, no, Nick? <laughs> I was think I was thinking Carl's bad for Calabasas. No, I know what you're saying. It's Calabasas. Wow. Okay. You're good. You're good. Half Take a bottle of wine. Maybe I'm not like Kylie. I cannot Ooh. hold my liquor because I'm old. Saturday now. afternoon Wait. buzz. Let's go. Um, no, Calabasas is 30 minutes from Malibu. Not three hours i was gonna say it's it's not that far i don't think yeah no so it would be easy just like have a day party with all the adults and then mm -hmm. you know get a car back to your kids totally. but then again you know 20 or so miles or whatever in la that could also take like it takes longer it's north la so i don't know if it's as bad as like south la but yeah it could take yeah. 30 minutes it could take three hours Totally. Yeah. Wild. Well, lastly, I do want to talk about the Kanye of it all. I was actually surprised that we saw her break down as bad as we did because just in seeing the first couple seasons, she didn't really address it that much. We did see him the first season, just so you know, a teeny bit. Um, just in like picking up the kids and doing a few things with them. And then he kind of like falls off and like we don't see him anymore. But she doesn't really touch on it that much. So I was shocked that she really, like, let it all out. And it almost, to me, felt like we shouldn't be seeing it. Like, it was sad. It was sad. And I remember when all of that was happening, I called my mom. My mom's side of the family is, is Orthodox Jewish, conservative Jewish. And I remember talking to her about it. What I really loved about us being able to see this part mm -hmm. is you think about, okay, Kim's a personality. If she doesn't respond to this, people are going to criticize her for her silence. Mm. Yeah. But if she does respond to it, then, you know, this, this guy as, as, crazy and I, I hate to use that word um but I think it's fitting I mm -hmm. think that he had a, a mental break everybody does and mm -hmm. she's also kind of hurting the father of her children and she's stuck in and she says this I think multiple times you want to see that person that you met and that you fell in love with mm-hmm and maybe there are glimpses, but then there's also this, 
this person that mentally broke at some point Mm -hmm. that is putting out and saying these absolutely absurd things that should that no person should even think in their lifetime that is hurting other humans how how is she supposed to deal with that and i get it i hope everybody understands because yeah as a as a personality where your every move is is watched and criticized or or commended you know does she stay silent and then people are like oh my gosh she didn't say anything so she must agree or whatever or mm-hmm. does she say this is wrong and then the not even her ex-husband because that whatever the father of her children she's like yeah you fucked up big time which he did mm-hmm. and it, that was horrible I'm mm-hmm. horrified to this day but that's a hard position to be in and that's when you kind of it brings up the the whole Chris thing and her saying you know what did I kind of get us into mm-hmm. yeah it's I don't know it I don't know a lot about Kanye and just like the bits and pieces that I hear from like pop culture news. I just, I just know I've definitely had people in my life like years ago that I think had issues with bipolar and it can be really scary to, because you don't know like what might set them off. And so I just think about, I have a lot of empathy not only for the people that are going through that, but like for the people that are in their life too, because they're trying to figure out like, how can I help this person? How can I be there for them? But also like, how can I protect myself? And so there's a lot of like, it's not an easy position to be in. So for her to have to go through it publicly and then like him, like to her point, like, I don't think, I don't think he knows, like he might be going through something. We don't know. Nobody's going to know. Like he probably thinks everything's fine. We don't know what type of medication he's on. We have no idea. But he could be just kind of in his own world, right? And like, has he died? I thought that there was like something. I thought that he was, but I might be making that up. I have no idea. I thought that there was confirmation in that. I I wasn't sure. And if if that double check, if that's the case, (laughs) if that's the case, I apologize because crazy is not the right word to use. No, no, you're fine. You know, I I know a lot of people and myself have gone through mental issues, if you will. Yeah. But there are a lot lots of articles about him being bipolar, allegedly. I mean, knew the New York Post made inside Kanye West bipolar disorder. Um you uh USA Today, Connie, Selena Gomez have bipolar disorder. What is the stigma? Like, th- I think it's confirmed. Um, yeah, because I was like, I hope I didn't make that up. Like, I could have sworn. But, yeah, it's it's sad. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not, it's not it's hard because you, you, you have no idea what that person's, like, going through. Um, and what's going to, like like I said, set them off. Like, I've been there. Like, you're terrified. And then it impacts it impacts the mm-hmm. family, which is, mm-hmm. is sad, too. 
Um, and I understand where she's coming from. Mm -hmm. There, there are a few things, um, that like just with their kids. I like that moment when she was with them. Yeah. in Chicago was, mm -hmm. oh, this is how you spell my name. Yeah. I loved in this season when her and North are playing oh, yeah. dress up. Yes. And, and it the really shows <laughs> the art teacher, Annika. Annika. Um, I'm Annika. I, I'm Annika. She's like, I have no idea where the really? voice came from. Yeah. That's amazing. But <laughs> so funny. The funniest part to me, the funniest was. Mm -hmm. Went, not the funniest of the season, but the funniest like prank because I love that Northwest is a prankster. Was when they left the flower on Chloe's door. Oh my in God. Milan. And first of all, I have been telling people to watch 365 Days on Netflix for years. Of summer? No. 365 Days of Summer? The guy, the guy, Michelle, that sat next to Chloe in Milan at the fashion show where they were like, oh, oh so hot. Kim was oh, trying to set. Oh, I haven't watched that. I thought you were talking about a different movie. My bad. You haven't watched the movie? But you no. know what? You know the I know no, what? I only know from this show, like what they were talking about that I've never seen the show that he was in. I have been trying to tell everybody for years to watch that movie. Oh my you god. You and Matt watch that movie tonight and thank me tomorrow. Okay. It, yeah. Anyway, I've been telling people. Okay. Nick keeps falling asleep during it, which is really oh no. Sad. It's so sad. Um, but when they started talking about it on the show, I about died. I texted everybody who I've told, mm -hmm. including you, I think. No, bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> You're right. It's, all good. it's you. all good. I just called you instead. Um, but I was dying when they left the flower and then Chloe thought that writing was Samantha's writing. What was she thinking? That was hilarious. Hilarious. Oh my God. I was, she was like, why did I think that a 10 year old's writing was this man? And the guy was like, I'm insulted that you thought this was my handwriting. Was that the guy that was in on the same level as her? No, I think, yes, oh. in the same, they were across the hall from each other. Same guy though. I think. That's what I Wait, thought. the same guy from the show? The same guy that sat next to her at the fashion show. Michelle, the actor. Hot one. I don't know if it's the same person. I thought there were two guys. Oh, maybe. You're probably right. I have no idea. I feel like it was all, it was hard to follow because in that same episode, I think they were talking about him sitting next to her, them syncing up. Um, but no, but you know why I thought maybe it was two different guys? Because it came out right before they played that played the prank was the fashion show guy. The, you said his name is Michelle. What is his name? It's Michelle. Uh, like a name? 
he he posted that picture for paparazzi Michelle like, Monroe. Michelle Monroe. What no. Is he? Oh, <laughs> Michelle, stage name. Michelle Marone. But he's he's uh he's from Italy. Oh. Whatever. Anyways, the um that Chloe was like pissed or like bummed that he posed in a picture with her, like totally for paparazzi. And I was like, oh, that was lame. Like now people think we're dating and he's totally into like this hype. Like it's obviously good publicity for him. Um, and then it appears that she's kind of like eh, over that. And then this new guy that she meets is like in the elevator, like, hey, baby. And then he's across the hall. Okay, you're right. It it was two guys. I just I thought I thought that was so funny that so funny. North is just such a prankster. She's so funny. I love when she was like going out and waving to her fans too. So cute. She's like, they love me. They really love me. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Well, we're like I, literally two hours in. Okay. This is and like I a Joe Rogan episode. I know. But there is one thing that what? we didn't cover. What? It's going to be like 30 more minutes. Mm, I don't know if I have 30 more minutes, but okay. I want to talk about at the beginning of the season. Okay. When Kim and Chloe walk in. You haven't oh. seen them since whenever. And Scott Disick says, oh, breakup diets. Do we think they're on us? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, dude. They're so, oh, I don't want to skinny shame. But like, I was shocked at how thin they had gotten compared to the women I used to watch seven, 10 years ago. Like I actually Googled before and afters, not for plastic surgery. I don't give a shit about the plastic surgery. You do mm -hmm. you. But like the bodies, they're so skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Also Scott creeps me out when he's like, and I don't know if it's just like him, but like when he's like, go on a date, baby, like me. he like is saying things to them. It's like creepy. It's creepy. Like is he, there's no way he's trying to like get with I don't think so, but it bothers me. Yeah. Because it's awkward. I, it's like a guy like that's like always thought you were cute and now he can actually like you're you know you're single or whatever it is, and all of a sudden he starts making these like really uncomfortable comments to you, and you're like, bro, it ain't ever gonna happen. Stop making me feel uncomfortable. I don't think they see it as uncomfortable though, because Maybe. they know him so well and in their minds they're like, there's no way in hell. So yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. But you think they're on Ozempic? I, I would say no, but here's why I want to say yes. I want to say yes, because one, we know Kylie, for the longest time, denied her lip fillers. Yeah, that was dumb. 
for months that was like forever and then she's like oh just kidding like after she launched her her you know her makeup collection it's like you're right I did get lip fillers I'm like okay you denied 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 so you were lying yeah um the second reason is because they have had like Kim has is very open about okay I got like fat transferred from my legs to my ass like that's whatever I don't care about plastic surgery as long as you're comfortable in your own skin Mm -hmm. as long as you're confident whatever's going to make you most confident I've always been an advocate for that the reason I think that they might be is because they're their frames in the parts where they may have had surgery in the past to get fat removed, yeah. like her legs um, or her stomach, it it's just a whole different frame. Like she yeah. just looks so much tinier to the extent yes. where you're like, how – how is this possible with because we're saying like you carry fat in different areas but it's like all over thin yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's it's i mean there's so many people on it and like it's like i don't know it's and then the, i do I think that they address i think that they address the beauty standards, which they kind of give a preview later on in the season. I, I think there's a lot of people with different body types and there's no right or wrong. I do think that the Kardashians have helped over the years with making women feel more confident in their own skin because I remember a time way back when the only body type that was accepted was you had to be stick thin. 100%. And that's a horrible way to think about yeah. life. I remember, girl, I remember very specifically girls in high school being super under their breath rude to me about like having curves. So I was very curvy on the bottom. And I mean, I played soccer and like had just like very wide hips. Like I can't control that. And I, and then I've had like people just make comments to me like, and, and, and I remember one time in college, someone said to me, like, you have a Kim Kardashian body. And I, for the very first time was like, I will take that as a compliment. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was nice. Like, that was like a nice way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, and no, you're spot on. I think that's totally – I would ag- completely agree with that. It's a great thing. I also remember when Kanye way back in the day was – and I also remember laughing about this to the extent where I was like, there's no way in hell. Kanye said Kim Kardashian is the next Marilyn Monroe. And this was oh way gosh. way back yeah, yeah, before, yeah. you know, when they first the started – or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. If you were to say that today, I'm like, hmm, I kind of see it. Yeah. No, totally. I w- I could definitely see it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do. you know what? 
Cheers to all the Kardashians. Cheers to Chris. Cheers to them influencing a new normal. Yeah. If you will. I, I will cheers to that. I, I feel bad I semi-hated on them. Me huh? too. I said new sexy. Like, yeah. I do too. I think that they've done as wild as it is that they put their whole life on blast. I think they've done a lot of a lot of good with the platform yeah. that they're on. Mm-hmm. And they get they take a lot of criticism. Yeah. That a lot of people would not be strong enough to take. So I liked the legal stuff. I think it's more so the second second season that they get into that. Maybe the first. You'll watch it. But uh they talk about her taking the baby bar and getting her degree and all that stuff. Eh, I don't really. <laughs> It's it's the people like she's helping people on death row, which I thought was super cool. Like people that are innocent, and there's a lot no. of evidence against that part. I thought was cool. I think that's really cool, but you like the fashion. I no no. Season. No. I'm just teasing. I'm a I'm a big murder mystery gal. I know, but I think that her support system around her has a lot to do with that as well. I'm not saying she's, I I think that she's smart. I mean, obviously she's incredibly intelligent because there's no way one person could do that much press and build that much of a brand without being intelligent. But I think that the lawyer side of things a lot comes from everybody that's around her which is she has a lot of people to learn from too that mm-hmm. normal everyday jane doe schmo jane doe jane jane doe schmo <laughs> yeah jane um, doe. we don't have a camp like <laughs> camp like that jane doe schmo um <sighs> to learn from like she yeah does. yeah no, I, I like the sentiment. Like she has done a lot. She's, and they, they're really, I mean, we, the, the, I think the documentary said it really well. Like we still don't know what the long-term not effects, but like what this is going to look like. Like they, these are people that have literally come up with technology and made such a difference and like really impacted and influenced young women, girls, like, and, and are doing like, doing things different than many other people have before them. So it's, you know, time will tell and, and hopefully they can stay grounded and close and all of those things and remain good, good people at their core. Cause I do think they're all really good people. And I think that their bond and, and their core family values, I think is what, what makes it so appealing is like, they're not just out here dicking around, buying these massive homes and then just throwing it in their faces. Like they're, they're trying to do things right and go about it the right way and like work hard and show that hard work is worth it, which I think so many of people that are like young and like early Gen Z's do not know that you have to put hard work into getting things. Like they just don't fully understand that. And it's evident even in, in like our jobs now, like they, people just think that these things are handed to them. It's not, you have to work for it. Yeah. 
And then at the end of the day, you know, they're sitting there like, oh, why, why have I changed jobs seven times in the past year and a half? Literally. And you're in recruiting. I'm sure you see it. Dude, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, The Toast, the other day, and I could not believe my ears that they, so they do this thing where they have write, or callers, um, not callers even, like they have them, people write in for advice. There was a girl, she was young in her career and she was talking about, you know, having changed jobs a couple times, like six months to a year in. And then when she got her current job, she had, um, her boss was very like direct and asking her like, well, why should I hire you? when like, you've only consistently been in your job for six months to a year. And she she was like, I couldn't believe that she asked me that. Like, I didn't know that that looked bad. And then six months into her job, she's like, I got, I just, she's asking for advice because she took the job. Then now she got offered her dream job. And she's like, I'm afraid to quit because then it's just going to prove her point and blah, 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 blah. Like, and then the girls, which no fault to Claudia or Jax, who are the hosts of the show, but they were like, is it really a bad look to change jobs that quickly? And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Is this not common knowledge? Like a hundred percent. If you change jobs in less than two years, two years is the standard I would say, because two to three years, you start to get that itch where you're like, you kind of plateau, you might be ready for a new challenge, which is totally acceptable to change jobs at that time. But like, if you change jobs less than a year consistently, year after year after year, Trust me, you don't know what you want. You're not committed. You're not willing to put hard work in and you're impatient because you're not willing to actually put the hard work into then reap the rewards and then try to prove yourself to get to that next level. It's insane. I had no idea that people didn't understand that. Also, like, where's the loyalty in that? Where's the loyalty too? Like, you have no loyalty to like the managers that's invested time in you, the company that's invested their time and money into you too. It's so crazy. So it's like, yeah, it's insane. It's, it's insane. It's we have crazy. people. We have hired people all the time. They're like, they're like, well, when can I get promoted? I'm like, I don't know. When can you actually like prove that you're good at your job and then get to the next level? I know. It sounds shitty to say. No, but, but it, it's not shitty. It's it's the truth. It's the truth. But people can't handle the truth sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Anyways, I could go That's on a the truth. On that kind of shit all day, all day. It's literally my world that I live in. But anyways, I love it. Anyways, anyways. This, this is the longest episode I've done. I feel like we're on Joe Rogan. We should have like smoked up or something. No, I'm just teasing. But uh, next time, <laughs> next time, I'll be I'm back, guys. And I just can't believe it's almost three o'clock my time. I'm like mind blown how much time has gone by. But um, this is super fun. I like. I was worried that we weren't going to have that much to talk about because. It was like usually like an episode or two, but we full on went in and like it was really easy to go for this long. So thank you for oh being a host. I can't believe that you thought we wouldn't have a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> thinking, knowing you and I would like talk on. I'm trying to think of what the what the um, title of the episode is going to be. I'm tempted. I was thinking about it a second ago, and I was like, maybe tangents and Kardashians with Alex Bauer or something like that. You know, it wouldn't be a conversation with Alex Bauer if there wasn't at least 17 million tangents. We start here so. and then we go bing, 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 
And then the end goal, hey, I do the same thing. Trust me. I'm like, I'll tell you a story. And then I'm like, wait, I have one other story. Actually, two other stories that is built into the story. Actually, seven. Actually, just getting seven. But this was a blast. Good. I'm so glad. I loved at the beginning, before we started recording, Alex was like, can I cuss on this podcast? I'm like, this is my podcast. Like, we can do whatever the hell we want whatever the hell we know so wow this is great and i love i love this podcast because i feel like i'm just listening listening my friend talk i am but it's relatable and it's fun and i hope that i didn't bore everybody to death absolutely not no of course you did not no thank you for being a supporter, I'm a, I was talking about this with Matt the other day. Cause I was kind of like, you know, I took this last two weeks off from posting and recording kind of, and like, I just needed to like regroup. I was having a really like just a lot of stuff like at work and like just my mind, it was just too, I just, my battery was low and you couldn't and get like, it together. Yeah. And I couldn't get it together. And like, at the same time though, I kept thinking about this podcast and I was like, no, like I'm not going to let it slip and like my friend Gina uh, Bertolini, who oh no, she's not Bertolini anymore. Sorry, Bamford. Um, Gina. Yeah, you know Gina. So she sent me a really cool data point, and she said that like literally, I think it's like one percent of podcasts end up posting more than like twenty one episodes or something like that. And it's like I don't want. And when I started this, it wasn't like like I don't know where it's gonna go, and I'm not expecting it to be like this crazy thing that like if it did one day, that's super cool. But like for me now it's more so just like an outlet and like a way for me to just like express myself. And, but it's hard because I am very competitive and I want to be really good at what I do. So it's like, ah, like not having an episode out the last couple of weeks was actually very painful for me because I was like, no, like I need to keep the momentum up. Um, but I feel like this is a really good one. I'm excited. I was talking, I'm excited to talk about the Kardashians because a lot of people were asking me to talk about it. And so Finally, we got it out there and I'm going to keep watching. And then I'm definitely going to have you back on when yes. Housewives of Beverly Hills comes back out. So I don't I don't know when the release date is for that. I need to check because I feel like we have New York and um, coming back out. Are you going to watch New York, by the way? Did you ever? No. It's a new cast. Okay. New opportunity. Twist my arm. No, I... It looks bomb. I'll watch... I honestly, I'll I'll watch. Is Bethany on it at all or no? No, Bethany's not on it, but there are like really good entrepreneurs. I don't know the women, like some of the women that they're talking about, like, but they're all like models, entrepreneurs. Um, I think there's a publicist or a stylist on there. I think there is uh, the gal that used to run J crew. What's her name? Everybody's all stoked about her. Um, I'm going to do some research. I might watch it. You, I think it's going to be really good. Um, and they're doing a lot of like ramp up for it right now. So I'm excited. Um, hold on a second. Okay. I would love, I would be honored to be back on. I hope I. You're welcome you know. anytime. Of course, I oh. wish Bethany was back on it, by the way. But um, I, I hope I don't cry the whole episode when we talk about Lisa Rinna not being on. 
Beverly Hills Housewives. But I know it doesn't seem real. I feel like it's not going to seem real. She's on pause, right? Like she's going to come back eventually. Is she? I think they have to. I think it's it's just crazy because, okay, yes, they booed her at BravoCon, which is like a whole stupid other thing, but like, it's it's like you the fans vote or make like or like let's get this person off they're bugging me like they're bugging me and then the minute they have a season without that person everyone's like oh well, this is boring so like we'll see how this next season pans out because i guarantee you if it's a big who knows maybe they'll be like oh we need lisa renna back because she added added something Fun. and mm -hmm. spunk and mm -hmm. just I, I just always loved her energy. Yeah, for sure. She's so, great. Yeah. Oh, I agree. If you could one be way. one, uh oh, you could be one housewife, reality star, who would it be or who matches your personality? Oh, the most? That's hard to say. Hmm. I don't know. For me, it's it's not like an exact ac accurate person, obviously, because she's like, I think she's just, and she's going through this whole thing right now. Bethany, Bethany, she was the one I always found to be someone that I just always was on her side and like related to what she was saying because she was very direct, no bullshit. And constantly just like on her grind trying to grow and be better and do better but I also think like there are parts of her that I uh you know what I mean like especially with her TikToks right now and drugstore products I feel like she's getting a lot of flack for that but I don't know I really loved her I don't know what about you Man, I shouldn't have asked that question knowing it was it's coming a hard back at me. Question. It is. I it's it's hard. I could tell you who my favorite housewife of all time is, but it's hard to be like, who are you the most similar to? Because I but I also actually know, just kidding, I will tell you who I think I might be the most similar to because I just saw her picture, Kara Radzewell. Okay. I liked Carol, but also because I really related to her on the journalism front and the writing front. Mm. Um, she was like my favorite when she was on. Is there a singer on the Housewives? I don't know if there's a singer on the Housewives. Other than obviously Erica and Kim, but <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Well, who's you? Who do you? I honestly, full circle, going back to why we wanted to record this episode in the first place probably one of the kardashians because not because it wasn't the question it was a housewife i said reality star oh i thought you said housewife housewife or reality star oh okay 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 um i think i i followed up a little bit too late there but no you're good housewife hmm I want to say Lisa Rinna, but she's just, she's, <laughs> she's so outrageous, amazing and energetic. I don't have that energy in me. I wish I did. Um, mm. housewife. I, I have no, no clue because I only watch Beverly Hills, but like reality star. I like 
saying Kardashian, not because of the look or feel or whatever, but mm-hmm. because I truly respect the brands that they've developed. Yeah. And I, I always wanted to create my own brand. I have a little Etsy hat store, which is like made yeah. you know, $500, but. <laughs> Plug it, man. What's it called? Put, put it, say the name of it. Mrs. Bauer Hat Co. Love it. On Etsy, you said? Etsy. Okay. But, you know, self-made $500 in there. Um, <laughs> over here. Oh, my no, God. I, I, need to I, go truly, I feel like you don't ever post about it. I didn't even know it was on Etsy specifically. It's because people who reach out to me, and by people, I mean like four people, will ask me like, hey, can you make this? custom and I'll check it like three weeks later. I'm like, oops. Oh yeah. No, I know what you're mean. It's hard. I find that with the Instagram that I have for the show. Like I can barely respond to my own shit on my own Instagram, let alone my, my like reality nightcap one. It's so hard for me. Like I mentally have to be like, okay, I'm going to block around this amount of time to do this every day. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, but it's like a, it all, it all really started was ever because I was like, I want to make custom hats for my family mm-hmm. for this family Aww. vacation. And then Fun. I just thought, why not? I know but, you yeah, Mrs. One that I wore on my honeymoon and I still have it. Oh, you look super cute in that one. I Little like bucket that. hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Super cute. I wasn't sure if I could pull it off, but it worked out. Oh, you can pull any hat off. You're like a hat gal. I do like a hat. You look good in hats. Plus protecting your protecting your skin. Yeah. Plus skin. plus. Definitely. Plus plus. Um, but yeah, I would say just because of the brand building and all that, mm-hmm. I, I love that about them and why again I would pick them. But maybe it's also because I don't watch like the most reality TV. Yeah. I need to get into it more. I also have like a full day by myself with my dog today. So who knows? I could come back next week and be like, you know what happened last time on, uh, what is it? Real Housewives of New York. (laughs) (laughs) However you say it. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know if I had to suggest anywhere to start. Quite honestly, you want my true opinion? I would tell you to start with the new series of Real Housewives of Miami. It's okay. so good. And it's not that many seasons. Because it was on, if you, I don't know if you remember, but I didn't watch it back then. But it was on like 10 plus years ago on Bravo. They canceled it or whatever after I think three seasons. They paused it, whatever. Then they brought it back. And, um, I think it might be the third season that we just watched, but we got to see the disintegration of Lisa Hochstein's marriage and like the whole, like her husband caught on a hype mic talking about his mistress. Like it's so freaking good. So good. And the production and the colors, it's like beautiful and neons and colorful and the wealth and the money and the fashion and the vacation Miami is where it's at. You should watch it. It's on Peacock. All right. I'm there. That's my, that's my assignment for you. If you want to start somewhere, because it's easy I, to start there. There's not that many seasons and it's worth it. 
can I work my way backwards? Like I have been with, no, I would start. I would start fresh. I would start with the first season that's on Peacock. Uh, I don't know what season that is. It's going to give you all the past seasons too, but you'll start with the one that I think that was in like 2021. You'll want to start there. Cause I love a good spoiler. I'm like, Oh, I already know what's You're happening. Like I, when I read a book, I, I read the last page first. Okay. I don't do, <laughs> do that. I'm not that psycho, but I know I do do that baffles me. I, I don't like, look when there's a movie. So we just watched this Jake Gyllenhaal movie, which was really good about where he goes back to, um, he's in the army and mm-hmm. goes back to save his translator. And, um, I had so much anxiety in the fast, the first 15 minutes that mm-hmm. I went on Wikipedia and read how the movie finished because I was like, I, I can't sit through two hours of this movie, just like mm-hmm. not knowing. Cause I'll be, I'll have so much anxiety. I think that's why when I'm getting into a new show that's been on so long and maybe has had a facelift, ha, 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 mm-hmm. like <laughs> the Kardashians yeah. uh, on Hulu, I start with the most recent and work okay. my way back because I want to know what's happening now. And now then and like, where, then where they came from. And now I want the backstory after God. I already am in the know. Well, so I looked up Miami Housewives just really, really fast, and I stand corrected. There are only two recent seasons, so that's much easier. And the episodes, the four, it's season four is the one where they brought it back. I got a facelift, so it's fourteen episodes. And then season five, which just recently aired, um, not that long ago, is nineteen episodes, and it's so good. It's where they are kind of now. So do what you want, but it's worth it. All right. I will. All right. Also, Alex and her many drinks could also be the name of this episode. Alex and, yeah, yeah. Her 17 17 drinks drinks later and Kardashians. And a bottle. (laughs) I'll think of something. I'll I'll play around with a few. Um, Dang. You did a little work on that bottle halfway there-ish. That's like. More, more than, than halfway. halfway. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm getting hungry. So I love you. I love you. <laughs> so much. Thank you for and having me on. Thank I just want to say on. this has been such an honor. And thank oh, you to everybody boy. that's listened to me ramble and go off on tangents and tell ridiculous stories that nobody would ever want to listen to. But um someone out there will listen to us. No, I I hope that this has been a really entertaining and educational episode. And not a moot episode. There's no moo. (laughs) (laughs) Zero moo. All right. Do you want to plug anything else like your Instagram, anything else where they can follow you? Whoever's listening that doesn't follow you because you're the best and you have a great aesthetic on your Instagram. Thank you. Nothing like Kim's house, but um, A-L-E-X-X, Alex with two X's on Instagram. And I don't have a TikTok. Um, Carl 
Carl with a C dot the Frenchie on Instagram in case <laughs> you love Dog super cute Frenchies. Frenchies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know what? This whole threads thing. We'll I don't know see much what about I, it. Yeah, let's see what happens. Follow me at A-L-E-X-X. Um, on we'll threads. see. Okay. I'm kind of going to go off and just be unfiltered. That's my MO. I love it. Well, um, thank you guys, everyone, for listening. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. And thank you, Alex, for being on. Love you so much. And love you guys all. I hope you have an amazing week ahead. And follow me on at Reality Nightcap and Instagram. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.